Well, I don't know how to start this one. Hmm. <laughs> There's like some. Well, well, here we are. Welcome to this edition of Extreme Makeover. Ay, 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 edition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kelsey. And I'm Gloria. And welcome to another fabulous episode of Circling Circe. Survivor. Ay, 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 How does Survivor start? Like, Isn't that the one that goes, You have to blow you have to blow a conch shell. That's how it starts. Because yes. <laughs> so it's a conch and then it's someone singing afterwards. It's like vaguely, um, like vaguely ethnic, right? They never like right? say like what, where right. it's from. Or right. So they can put like they place can put that it in music every over season. any place that they're at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Survivor season 42. Ay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? It's like season zero. Season negative 12. Yeah. Right. <laughs> She's the OG. Okay, so are we ready for the summary? Yeah. All right, so what happened to Cersei this uh, chapter? So Dad uh, goes ahead and takes Cersei to her island, and she contemplates killing herself by jumping out of the vehicle. Um, and I feel like we've all kind of done that while we're driving around with a parent. We're in trouble. <laughs> like, if I... If I jump out, like either I'll die and I won't have to deal with them being pissed at me anymore, or I can get away and never see them again. Um, <laughs> I actually ran away from home probably more than once, but once that I remember, I went to Rose's mom's house. <laughs> yep. Well, Rose's house. Um, and her mom was like, oh, and I think Rose lied to her mom and was just like, oh, yeah, she needs to spend the night. But then I think eventually you told her like, yeah, she just don't, doesn't want to be at home right now. And then my mom like dropped off some stuff for me at school and I don't even remember what it was. But anyway, so I, I ran away to Rose's house, <laughs> not out of a speeding car, though. It's like that scene yeah. in Lady Bird when she like tucks and rolls out of the, yes. out of the car. Uh, right. <laughs> They're having like this huge shouting match and she just like, boom, tucks and rolls out of the car. Ah! Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so she... He drops her off and he, apparently he speeds off as soon as her foot hits the ground. And again, flashbacks. Like my parents were like, I have three more kids to drop off. Get out. <laughs> um, so <laughs> or they're like late for work or something. I don't know. Um, so she just kind of settles in. Um, initial thought is she thinks about everyone's lives going on without her and she starts to cry. But then she stops herself because she realizes ain't nobody crying for her. So I know. Psh- um, I love that part when she – I've so been there where you, like, literally press your hands on your eyes like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just – Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, stop it. No. Nope. And then you, like, punch yourself and you, like, say, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's just You're me. like, is that just me? Oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> Awkward. So she surveys her new digs and they sound amazing, honestly, because it's a grassy field. She's got an ocean. She's got a forest. And then she comes up on this stone house because she was like, am I even going to have a house? Am I going to have to camp? What's the deal? Um, And I was just thinking, um, can we switch places maybe? Because (laughs) it sounds really nice, but she's describing. Yeah. And so you realize uh, she's been exiled by her entire family. And that's kind of adding a little layer of not so nice to it, I guess. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And she's actually overwhelmed because she's never left home, which is totally understandable. 
um, and she doesn't quite know what to do. Um, so she goes inside and the house is beautiful. I think she said it was enough for big enough for like 12 people or something. Um, and her all her home is actually magically dust free, which I want to know where you can sign where up. Where can for I that get money. the spell? Yeah, money's no object, so I'll pay whatever to have a dust free house forever. Um, and have to I buy assume a Roomba, right? <laughs> Wouldn't have to push that vacuum around. Well, you need the Roomba for company still if you were exiled. Oh, in the that's island, true. Yeah, yeah, she's got to name know. it and then put her bloody handprint on it, right? <laughs> exactly and then lose it in a tragic accident yeah Roomba Roomba <laughs> Roomba <laughs> you get an off-brand one and she has to win an Oscar like, for it what's the off-brand name of a Roomba yeah I robot <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't flow as well no um, so I assume that there's no dust though, because I mean, it says that the thresh- thresholds are blessed or something where it just doesn't come across the thresholds. But, um, I just assume it's because the gods don't normally shed skin flakes everywhere. So the dust mites starve to death and don't leave their dusty poop around. So, cause that's what dust is guys. Laura, <laughs> you went deep on this theory. <laughs> that was more than I wanted to hear. <laughs> it's cause I found out, I, I went to the doctor and I asked for an allergy test and she was like, well, what kind do you want? And I was like, um, I just want to know what makes me congested how, how do you answer night? okay wait how do you answer that i want an allergy right? test what kind i don't know that's what the yeah. test what is gonna types tell me. are there <laughs> let me know you're the doctor mm-hmm. what kinds do you have <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so I, I she was like i said well i don't think i'm allergic to any food but just you know i've heard that you can do the like the pinprick test and for season like allergies and she was like well allergy tests are so um what did she say like so specific now and widespread that you have to kind of narrow it down you have to kind of tell me what you Mm want to be tested for and then I'll test you for it and so I was like she's like well we can do like a regular um I don't know she just had like a general one and I was like I want that one and so uh I found out I'm allergic to dust mites and so that's why which is basically dust because it's gross. Um, I need to get me one of those allergy tests because I think, you know, my rash update. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, rash yeah. update. Rash update. Do, 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 do. Um, I <laughs> was feeling so, yeah, I was feeling like so much better. Like whatever the dermatologist gave me was really helpful. And I was like, all right. But I also wasn't wearing like any makeup or any like lotions or potions. I was just too scared. And so yesterday for the first time in a long time, I put sunscreen on because I was going outside for a long period of time. And I was like, I need to have sunscreen on. And I totally like everything came back like right like that evening or this morning. I was like, oh, so I'm pretty sure I am allergic to something in my sunscreen. It's like just a regular mineral one though, but I'm like, am I allergic to zinc or it's, but it's so, it has to be that because it's like, I did that again. So mm. listeners, is it, you know. <laughs> is it old or like expired maybe? No, it's, and I've used it before, but I also feel like all this started kind of happening when we went to Arizona and I was like dousing myself in sunscreen. So I thought oh. I was just having a reaction oh. to the sun. So I, and I think that the sunscreen I was using was a different brand than I used like this last time 
And so I have a feeling it's like zinc or something because that's tends to be something that's in everything. And I don't know if like I don't know why all of a sudden I would get an allergy to zinc, but I do know that like after you have kids, your body does weird stuff. And I have a cup. I know a couple people who got allergies to things after, mm, like shellfish yeah. and stuff after they had a kid. So mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, I need to go back to the doctor and get that figured out. I was say I have a nickel allergy, so I always get like, um, which is very common. Uh, it's yeah. in like a lot of cheap jewelry. So if I if I sometimes if I wear earrings, the backs are made of nickel, oh, and I'll get yeah. this like big old rash on my ear. Or like yeah. I've had um, jeans, and the back of the button of the jeans will make oh. my whole stomach like erupt in this gross oh. rash. Um, mm-hmm. But it's very common. I've heard, but it's yeah. there's like an everything nail. same as zinc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I've heard that clear nail polish helps with that. Have you ever tried that? Yeah, uh, it works. It's temporary though. Oh, because yeah, because yeah, it comes off. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and the same with like rings. And I've done that with rings, where I put the clear nail polish on the inside of the ring because it's made of nickel or something. But now it's it's really good. They've a lot of jewelry you'll see is like it'll say nickel free like right on the tab or something. Mm-hmm. But when we were kids, it was like here, swallow this nickel. You know, you'll be fine. Right. <laughs> I don't yeah. feel good, mom. <laughs> yeah. Here's a lead pencil too while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the paint has lead. Right. Okay. So everything in her house also refills itself and cleans itself, which is more Harry Potter vibes. It right? made me think of that. Yes. Like the the burrow, the Weasley's house where the pot was washing itself <laughs> or the skillet. And um so anyway, she wonders why her dad didn't leave her somewhere worse. And she's actually kind of disappointed that he didn't because remember, she wanted to be punished severely as though that would kind of validate her crimes and therefore validate her powers, I think. Oh. So um, she realized it's it's kind of her dad who is Helios. That's me like strengthening my memory in <laughs> the family tree. Um so she realizes it's kind of her dad, Helios, flexing on Zeus, like, yes, I will punish her to keep mm-hmm. the peace between the Titans and the Olympians, but I will pimp her punishment, mm-hmm. which is a new show idea. Um, pimp that punishment. punishment. I just Yo, picture like jail like- cells with like gold, not gold bars, <laughs> like titanium bars. <laughs> and like, like, Yo, we heard you like to not have dust mites. So guess what? You don't have any dust mites. Oh, <laughs> dang. That's tight. <laughs> yeah, toilet paper yo. is $100 bills, yo. Oh, dang. That's tight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I like I like the – it made me think of Exhibit and, and Sway also. Did we ever find out what was under Sway's big head thing? It's <laughs> oh, a mystery. <laughs> it couldn't have just been hair. I'm sorry, it was too big. It's another head. It's like the it's again, we got Harry Potter <laughs> Harry vibes. Potter. <laughs> Professor uh Quirrell. 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 Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so it's like I think the line in the book is something like, um, even our prisoners live better than y'all or something. Yeah. Um so <laughs> Does she, she actually she say said, y'all? <laughs> No. (laughs) It's like even our prisoners live better than kings. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Um, So she sits down for dinner and she starts to get spooked by the darkness and the strange sounds. And she wonders if her punishment is still coming. She's like, oh, maybe he's lulling me into a false sense of security. And then something's going to pounce and eat me or whatever. Like come out and eat me every night. Like the – because she mentioned – wanting something to come and eat her liver like Prometheus yeah, <laughs> is punishment. Right. It's like 
daily. I like how um, she says too, like uh, how it's getting dark and she's like, oh, in the light, the big house was really nice. And then now it's dark and I can't see all the corners. <laughs> right. I identified with her so much on this. It's funny. I know. I was like, she just watched a true crime show and nobody's home for the night. Like I've <laughs> yes. been there where you're like checking, I should, triple I checking. Have done that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And you're like, Why did I watch a freaking show at 930 at night? Yeah, it's such an awesome, relatable part where everything is just like exponentially more terrifying when you're alone. It's I just saw I just saw a TikTok about that, I think, where I was like he was basically doing parkour and it was like when you're home alone and he's like he hears a noise like a door creaking and he like does a flip and then like slides under the sofa. It's so funny to watch. There's like five different cuts of him hiding. Um. Pretty much. We've all been there. So, yeah. So she does what we all did in exile. Um, I mean, quarantine. <laughs> and she she learns some cool hairstyles. She learns yeah. how to braid her hair. Yeah. Um, she modifies her clothes. She like, makes some YouTube cool... videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Opens an Etsy shop. Banana bread. <laughs> Banana um, bread. Whipped coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The TikTok coffee. Don't forget sourdough. Oh yeah, she made a great starter. I heard. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, someone still has it. Century. Yeah, it's like Ray's Pizza. Like nobody knows where Cersei's starter is, but it's still around. <laughs> I think it's Bowden personally. Mm-hmm. We need to add this or- to our list of things to sell on our Etsy shop. The <laughs> Cersei starter. starter. Cersei starter. Yeah. Cersei sourdough starter, and the snake advertises it. Cersei sourdough starter. <laughs> 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 oh man um so she picks up some hobbies too which we all did during quarantine like hiking because it's open mm-hmm. air nobody's mm-hmm. around um unless you're on cowl's mountain and everybody's around um, or running canyon running canyon yes mm-hmm. uh so she picks up hiking she picks up horticulture um <laughs> and making beauty products plants Oh. Yeah, so she um extra points because all of her hobbies are nature themed, which a lot of people <laughs> did during COVID. They reconnected yeah. with nature. Um and so it's cool because she realizes that she's found her place in the world. Like she said that she was kind of drunk off of this feeling of just being in her element and yeah. just feeling so powerful, which was awesome to see. Punishment, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, uh, she's like don't threaten me with a good like, time. I made my family disappear. <laughs> I made my family disappear. <laughs> That's exactly the vibe. Um, so, so she survives the night, actually. Um, and so the next night is much more comfortable in her house since she has befriended all these creatures and she has them for comfort, apparently. Um, so then she starts experimenting with flowers um, and then animals, and she makes an acorn into a strawberry because that's what she wants. So it kind of emphasizes um, what's his name, Aetes's, uh, Aetes's theory that she is making not things into their truest form, but what she wants to happen mm-hmm. uh, happens. So she realizes that maybe she is pretty great at transformation, but only in f- only the physical forms of things, not minds. So she was talking about how she changed some insects and animals into different things, but they were still they still had the true nature of the original insect or animal. 
uh, like I think she turned a bee into a mouse and it was still trying to sting. So I imagined a mouse like straightening its tail and trying to sting things. And it's pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so then she runs into a wild boar and she scares it away with just a look and the word try, which is my total parenting goal. I want to be able to develop <laughs> this look. Just try And it. just say, yeah, go ahead. See what happens. And then they'll be like, I'm sorry. Um, And you're like, that's right, bitch, to like your three year old. (laughs) (laughs) Do that little like, back down. (laughs) Yeah, the little chest pop. (laughs) Yeah. What? Don't do it to anyone else's kids, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Stranger in Target. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, So she's getting more comfortable on the island, I would say. And then she summons a lioness familiar. Because she is a farmakas or a witch, so she needs a familiar. So, of course, she goes, well, I guess she was, like, the original. So she picks a cat, and that's why the stereotypical witch familiar is a cat nowadays, maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I but, lo- Did yeah, they so- say familiar in the book? No, they didn't. <laughs> but I feel like you're so right. Like, that's what it is. Like, it's such a witchy thing is you have a familiar. Like, she's, it's like the OG started the familiar. She needs this company. She needs this kind of magical being to be with her yeah so i thought at the beginning um my seriously cersei moment seriously cersei seriously cersei seriously i thought to myself i hope she's not going to leave so quietly they know she knows farmaka and they're banishing (laughs) her big mistake so i was just so upset that she left so quietly i was like what what's your deal why didn't you just farmaka the crap out of all of them yeah and leave like kicking and screaming but i don't know i think she doesn't know again i just don't think she knows how strong she is but i also do think she has a lot to learn right and she's starting to like get there like she even talks in this chapter about like it's not something that you just know like she like has to really like play with the flowers and boil them yeah. and cut them up and try all these different concoctions. And part of it is like this innate sense of her knowing or like following that intuition. But like um, part of it is also her like learning about it. And she even says mm-hmm. like a lot of these other nymphs would never have the like patience, right? To like – Right. And stuff. the work ethic because yeah. it's a lot of work. And she's kind of special in that way. And I think it's more of a human, like a human, she's not a human, but so this is maybe moot, but it's like more of a human story, right? That like you have been one way your entire life and over overnight your your world's going to change, you know? So mm-hmm. where that would have been like such a badass moment if she was like, nah, fuck y'all and like, you know, burn <laughs> right. everyone to death. Um, yeah. Like it's more of a, <clears throat> it's probably more what we all, what we all would have done is like we're almost kind of in shock. She's kind yeah. of in shock of like, this is really happening. Oh my God, it's really happening. Right. You know, she thinks about pitching herself over the chariot, you know, and killing herself. And she has a <laughs> moment of wanting to beg her dad to stay. Mm. Um, I think it's more of a human reaction that she has, you know, like an emotional. And we see, we've seen time and time again in all these chapters, how she's so much more empathetic and more of a, more of a human than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And her emotions are all over the place in this chapter. Yeah, whereas maybe like another nymph or god or whoever would have had that reaction, you know, she doesn't on purpose. Yeah. So did anybody else have a seriously Cersei moment? Because <laughs> that was my only one I could think of. I think that covered it. One of my favorite quotes that I've read so far is in this chapter. I really want to read Ooh, it to you guys I'll because I absolutely loved it. And it felt 
Gloria, you said that she said that she was in her element or you felt like it was like she's in her element. And I feel like this part, this quote I'm going to read you guys is really like her realizing that. And I feel like when you realize that as a person, you become so much more powerful when you realize Mm -hmm. this is where I'm supposed to be and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is how I felt when I read this quote was, I cannot speak for my brothers and sister, but my answer is easy. For a hundred generations, I had walked the world drowsy and dull, idle and at my ease. I left no prints. I did no deeds. Even those who had loved me a little did not care to stay. Then I learned that I could bend the world to my will as a bow is bent for an arrow. I would have done that toil a thousand times to keep such power in my hands. I thought this is how Zeus felt when he lifted the first thunderbolt. Damn. That felt so mm-hmm. powerful to me. Like yes. the the um, imagery of this is how Zeus felt when he lifted the thunderbolt was like yes, that connection. Dude, like realizing like this is what you're supposed to do, and it felt so amazing. It's like when the light shines down on you, it's like, you know, yeah. moment. Like, this is it. Yeah. yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be, and that's got to be powerful for Cersei in this chapter. Like realizing, hey, this punishment actually isn't that bad. I didn't like being around my family anyways. They were annoying as shit. I finally get this time and I get to like, you know, spend time with nature and the, and sing and not be told that I sound like a seagull dying. And, yeah. You know, it's like all these things that she gets to like really be herself and shine on her own and not have the judgment mm-hmm. or the harshness or the awfulness of her family around. And so it, you know, it quickly goes from like, oh crap, this is awful to like, wow, this is actually really cool for her. And this is actually like maybe the wrong (laughs) uh, punishment because she's just going to get stronger. I like the part, too, where she's thinking about how you mentioned, Gloria, how she is doing the transfiguration and that that doesn't change the mind. It only changes the body. And she thinks of Scylla, you know, and she thinks of, you know, is her nymph self still in that monster somewhere? She doesn't know, but she says, into the air, I said, wherever you are, Scylla, I hope you are finding your satisfaction. And it's almost like you don't, you can't really tell in the moment, like, is she being like, well, good for her. Hope you're good. Or like, is she being sincere? Is she like, I hope you're finding. Does she really feel bad? I hope you're finding, you know, a, a new life for yourself. I mean, I assume it's the okay, whatever, go to hell kind of thing. But <laughs> but I don't know. You know, she's she yeah. is, you know, very human in her emotions in the sense of like she does have empathy and she does have regret and she does have love um, other than seems or it seems that like maybe her other nymphs and folks don't. Right. So I wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also if what's his name? If Glaucus had fought harder for her, for Scylla would – Cersei's reaction be the same mm-hmm. you know yeah maybe she actually starts to feel bad now because it seems like Glaucus didn't even care that much either you know it's like oh dang well mm-hmm. it was just another pretty face yeah yep. yeah <laughs> if he had gender. been like torn up about it you know would she yeah. feel more guilty would she feel like oh like I really I ruined these people's lives out of my own jealousy but yeah. because his reaction was so like nah next you know (laughs) he you know maybe she does think that yeah so i have a candle oh a candle for this week yeah it's called cersei's island Ooh, it's gonna be a mixture of grass incense iron oak fireplace cedar and strawberry 
Mm, that's quite an amalgamation you got there, Maria. I kind of want to smell that. I was thinking, uh, so those were all the smells in the chapter, obviously, um, every single one. So I was thinking more, I really liked the, uh, well, I wanted to go with kind of the stone home theme. So like the iron, the oak, and the fireplace. And the cedar, yeah, because I remember she said she transformed, I think, the oak into cedar so that it smelled better when she burned it or burned better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's obviously a smell that she preferred. Um, and so just kind of one of those homey neutral candles, like linen or something. Because um, I do love me a good fireplace marshmallow candle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why do I like the smell of fireplace? It's normally, oh, it's because it doesn't smell like marshmallows too when right? <laughs> it's on my clothes. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is actually like, honestly, I would buy this candle. It sounds really good because it has like the earthy, fireplacey, irony. Like rustic. Like rustic. Mm-hmm. But then like, I feel like that strawberry would bring this nice little like sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Our brain, our candle brainstorming. <laughs> Etsy week. shop coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> I want this candle. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do our Greek of the week. Greek of okay. the week. So I have our Greek of the week is the island. I, 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 I don't even know how to spell. I, 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 That's all I know. That's it. Well, it was a mythical island in Greek mythology, and it's considered to be like, you know, where Circe lived and where Odysseus was kind of stuck. And from the research that I did, there's a couple places like where they think it would have been. Some scholars or people think it was like an island off the western coast of Italy. But then I saw somewhere else that it was – it's called – Losinj? I don't lozenge. <laughs> lozenge. L O S I N J. And it's this island off of Croatia. So it's kind of like between Croatia and Italy. And apparently that's where it's supposed to be. If you kind of look at the like image of it on Google Maps, it does kind of look like the picture a little bit like it's a similar shape and there's like a pool of water in the middle. So I don't know. Mm. Maybe that's it. Um is there a wild boar running around it? Probably. <laughs> and it's when it runs into Cersei, it goes, ah, but it's a boar. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I say realistic that, boar. Thank you. Well, I was in Guam with my husband a long time ago and we were on a trail and this little like pig came around the corner. Like it was like a boar pig. <laughs> we like saw signs and it like came around the corner and like saw us and got startled. And it was like. <laughs> <laughs> like it was the most like relatable like I remember like and forever I say it went ah but it's a pig so it came out <laughs> like it just had this moment where it was like ah and then I was like oh and then it like turned around and ran away but it was so cute so oh oh my god yeah yeah well you think Rose makes good animal sounds and she does but her <laughs> husband makes the most realistic bear sound I've ever heard of oh my gosh oh really oh yeah we were in we were in Yellowstone and he was making it when we were on a hike and I was like, you are going to get arrested because you're – he was like, there's a family of people and they like stopped and you could see the kid oh get scared God. and I was like, no. That's like shouting fire in a theater. You don't make right? bear sounds in Yosemite. Yes. I was like, do not. Wrong place. 
buddy, like, please yeah. don't. We're going to make some kid cry and pee their pants. So um, yeah, he has to be Both. careful. Like with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, well, that's our Greek of the Week. Greek of the Week. <laughs> there was a word I had to look up while reading, and it is nacre shell. Uh, it's just a fancy way to say mother of pearl. That's Ooh. it. I did not know her. I barely know her. (laughs) 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 She's in her kitchen and looking at all her stuff and something has an acre shell on it, they said. But I was like, why didn't you just say Mother of Pearl? But we're beginning to realize that the author tends to pick words that are just sound fancy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. For the word count also. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Right. So what were your other uh, thoughts, Gloria? Oh, my thoughts. Okay, so <laughs> we need to do like Gloria's I, corner. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of fear. Um, I guess in there's there's kind of been a, a theme of fear throughout. Kind of like I mentioned last time, where she saw that same fear in on her dad's face as she saw on her grandma's face, and then. Um, there was a whole lot about her being fearful, of course, because she was alone. And so there was kind of a whole list of God's like things that God's fear in um, this chapter. So I thought it was really interesting. So here's a short list of what God's fear. Um, they fear <laughs> sinkholes, bears, <laughs> lions. And then I just put page 81 because it's a long list. So hang on. So she says, until that moment, I had not known how many things I feared. Huge, ghostly leviathans slithering up the hillside. So that's, what, four? Five (laughs) is nightworms squirming out of their burrows. Six is uh, goat-footed gods eager to feed their savage appetites. Um, And also pirates. (laughs) And pirates. And And pirates. (laughs) So, yeah, there was... Um, that was a whole list of stuff that she was afraid of. And I mean, she's just one God, so who knows, but, um, they are also afraid of pharmaca unless they have pharmaca. Pharmaca. What's something um, irrational that you guys are afraid of? Ooh, that's a good oh, question. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, one time, well, this is silly. It's cause there was a huge spider, which, I mean, it was like probably the diameter of a 50 cent piece that with with legs included, but the body was probably the diameter of a dime. And so I was like, I called my husband, I'm ashamed to say, uh, because it was on the ceiling. I feel like I can handle bugs anywhere, but on the ceiling, I can't do it. Yeah, they're going to drop on your face and you're going to eat them in your sleep. Period. Right, or they drop and you don't know where they went, <laughs> and then you're screwed because they're going to call the whole family. Yeah, and so and then they make a I nest called... in your hair. Oh god, they burrow <laughs> they... under your skin. Yes, they... like that. <laughs> the book, scary stories. I yes. will never forget. Oh. That was the one that scared me the most, and that picture was so horrifying. Oh, there was a yeah. documentary about that book, and they talk about that picture at length. <laughs> There's a documentary about those books. Yeah, it's on. I think it's on Amazon Prime or something. I need to watch it's, this because that was like part of my childhood. Yeah, and they have the lady who tried. Who I think she was successful. Actually, I think she lived in Washington and got the books banned from the school library. Yeah, they had her the on there, and they had were rough. 
Yeah. Oh, they're so scary. Yeah. They were really scary. Okay, you have to send me that link at some point. I want to watch it. Okay, I will. <laughs> oh, so the, the end of that story was that I called um, my husband and stepson home from the store to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I you have to was, come home right now. It was <laughs> it was moving. Drop the groceries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way I saw it was I was looking in the mirror and I saw it behind me in the reflection oh, on God. the on the ceiling, and I was nope. like, I can't, nope. I can't do it. Nope. Nope. Did it look over its shoulder at you? <laughs> no, it just looked straight at me and it started coming for me. So that's why I was oh, like, no. that's when I called my husband and I was I had it on Facetime and I was like, look, look, it's getting closer. And luckily he was at the store, which was like five minute drive. So I was like, just leave now, get here, kill it. And then you can go back on your merry way and do your errands. <laughs> he was like, just put a cup over it. And I was like, I am not 6'3". Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, cannot I can't reach the ceiling. the ceiling. Yeah. And I'm not going to make myself <gasps> unstable on a chair oh, yeah. or something. That's the last thing. And then you scream and you fall off and you break your leg. That's just yeah. that's, that's going to happen. So <laughs> I don't know if I have any irrational fears but I definitely like I flying I'm like really weird about and it's not my favorite I so yeah I have a really weird fear of I mean that's the thing I don't know if it's like a weird fear of flying because I'm not a lot of people don't like it I don't think I'm in like the majority but I'm not in the minority either but I will say that I do some weird stuff like I have to get on a plane with my right foot and now that we have a little one traveling with us, I'm like, I'll what? just carry her or I'll be like, just make sure she walks on it on her right foot first. Like it's so – That's what I do too. Yeah. So I heard some actress talk about that on TV and then I was like, I need to do that. And I don't know why I just thought it would make me feel better about getting on a plane. So I am weird about that, like stepping onto the plane with my right foot first. That's um, hilarious. But I will say that, like, it's not necessarily a fear. And I know Gloria can attest to this because she has, like, a thing. uh, And I know there's, like, a word for it about, like, chewing. But it's the sound of, like, things scraping. Like, if someone scratches themselves themselves and they have really dry skin or, like, someone, like, the (laughs) fork hits the bottom of, like, a bowl. And it's, like, like, oh, I swear I cannot. Like, I just – I have to leave the room. Like, it's just – it, like – gets under my skin so that's my weird like tick about like don't like I kind of want to buy all plastic bowls <laughs> yeah well I'm like that with styrofoam it's really painful for me to take a styro like something out of a, a cardboard box that's encased in styrofoam because that noise just it's like nails on a chalkboard for me yeah yeah like what a about- squeaky noise yeah what about you Kelsey yeah. I'm, I I don't think I have any irrational fears. I have like a lot of the generic fears. Like right. I'm really scared of heights. Um, <laughs> really scared of heights. Like I get nervous like on a step ladder. Um, and I think the dark. I'm scared of the dark too. Yeah. Like because you don't really it's know scary. what's scary. Can't see what's yeah. happening. Right. And I don't like scary movies because I don't like being no. scared. And I have I have. I dream every night. You know how some people just mm-hmm. dream once in a while. I dream every single night, and so mm-hmm. I'm I'm always afraid that I'm gonna see something scary and then have a nightmare. So yeah, I try to not watch scary stuff. Um, so I guess I'm scared of scary movies too. Yeah, but I can't think of anything like irrational that I'm scared of. And I asked because my mom has an irrational fear, Ooh. which I thought was funny. And if she hears this, she's gonna be really sad or really mad at me for uh, calling her <laughs> out. But she's scared of big waving flags. <laughs> oh my god, oh, Kelsey, you have an irrational fear. I know what it is. I do. What is it? 
It's those wind oh, things. The windmills. Yes. Oh the yes. Windmills? I'm I'm scared of those um those like wind the gigantic ones. Those wind turbine things that those are things in the are yeah. scary. Birds in the Coachella get, like, desert. In and killed every day. <laughs> yeah. Every day, so one person dies every day out in the desert from those turbines. Oh my god! That's exactly why I'm scared of them. I think because they're just like so. Are you gigantic. serious? People die? No. Oh. Isn't that what you just said? <laughs> I said a bur- bird. Oh, I thought you said people too. You said birds. people die every day, and I was being sarcastic. <laughs> no, I'm being real. Like birds, like fly. In oh yeah, and they, like. like chop them and stuff because I go so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they look like they're going slow but they are going fast as F like they are like and they're humongous yes. like I, I mean when you're driving and I and I know probably not everyone who's hearing this is from Southern California so maybe you don't have these in your state or whatever but yeah. they're these huge like wind turbines that look like windmills and they are out in the desert where there's a lot of wind passing through and so they generate electricity and they're just I mean, you don't really have a concept of how big it is because you're driving on the freeway and they're like really far away and they look small. But I saw a photo one time of someone standing next to one and it's just like hundreds of feet tall. And it's just like and they're everywhere. Like when you drive, when you get to the certain point of the desert, like between, you know, the Inland Empire and like Palm Springs, they're just all along the side of the road and a side of the freeway. And they're just like fields of them and they just they're turning they're spinning and they just I don't like them they make they give me this like creepy crawly feeling I don't like it I found an infographic of how tall they are and the average onshore U.S. turbine is 466 feet the Statue of Liberty is only 305 feet they're too big (laughs) they are almost half the size of the um the Eiffel Tower, and then the tallest onshore U.S. turbines, 574 feet, and the new GE Halidade X is 853 feet. That is oh almost gosh. as tall. It's 200 feet less. No, not like 105, 10 feet less than the Eiffel Tower. So they are big. They are not – too big. Yeah. Too big. They scare me. <laughs> That's thank you, Gloria. That's correct. That is my rational fear. That is correct. Fields of wind turbines. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> that being said, though, I really support uh, alternative methods green, of energy. So. Green energy for the wind. Green energy for the wind. Yeah, yes. I just don't want to see it. <laughs> just don't take it. Don't don't come near me. <laughs> so, but I was yeah. thinking that's kind of like your mom's flag thing because it's like something it big that's waving is. in the air and too big. <gasps> I got it from her. I always <laughs> wondered where I got this irrational fear of these wind turbines. <laughs> it's all her fault. What about like big flap? Oh, your mom would hate. We have a flag like really close to our front door and it flaps all the time. It actually freaks me out sometimes because I think someone's like at the door and then it's just the mm. the flag being like. <laughs> so I don't know if it's the sound for your mom or like the movement. That is That is pretty wild. I don't know. Yeah. Let us know, mm-hmm. listeners, what what's your irrational fear? What what's on your list? Yeah. I know I have a, a an issue with snorkeling cuz I'm pretty scared of drowning. And I I tried to snorkel on my honeymoon and I I only did, I didn't make it down very far. <laughs> have you like so scuba diving is it's like hard. off the table? I oh, I, would I don't never know. Scuba. I would never scuba. <laughs> I will I don't say I like could. 
it is really cool. I got certified a couple years ago. And uh, but when you're down there, there was a moment like where it's kind of like the same thing with like I've gone bungee jumping before because I'm that crazy person. And what they say, like you literally you get up there and your body tells you no. Like you know in your mind you're gonna be safe, but you're you have a physical reaction to like jumping like it's not natural to just be like oh I'm gonna jump off this bridge right and so I think there's also something about like being that deep in the water for that amount of time like at one point I literally was like I should be dead did I die am I dreaming (laughs) like this isn't (laughs) right like and then I had to like why am I floating underwater slap myself and be like get to get it together (laughs) the fish came up and was like (laughs) (laughs) get it together girl um Sorry, I know I'm like drawing this out, but I did think of an irrational fear that I kind of have is like things crawling. Like I still haven't seen the grudge because she crawls down the stairs and that freaks me out. But we were (laughs) – was I I with you, Kelsey? I was with friends at (gasps) – Sorry, um, I just thought of another irrational fear that you have, Gloria. (laughs) That I do? Oh, great. Yeah. Um, So I was at Dark Harbor. on each other. (laughs) I thought of one too. (laughs) Really, for me? Uh huh. Yeah. That we oh, share. Man. That we share. I wonder if oh, okay. I wonder if it's this. We have the same thing on our minds, Kelsey. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Kelsey, should we say it at the same time? Ready? Yeah. Three, one, two, two, one. One. The Holes. like the, the the like gates <laughs> that you walk over that oh, are like. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like in oh, New York, what are this called? I know. Oh, oh I feel, yeah, you do have a fear about that too. I feel so seen. You're totally yeah. right. You always walk around them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whenever we're like in New York City, especially like any of the like mm-hmm. I don't know what they're called, but it's like the the grates, grates or the yeah. or the doors. Yeah. Or even the doors too. Yeah. yeah. Gloria yeah. will not walk on those things. That's right. Yeah. I said holes because we always we ha- that's not an irrational fear. It's very well documented yes. fear of Ugh. like holes, uh-uh. trypophobia, like, uh, yes. Trypto- yeah, whatever phobia. I so we those- both. Oh, go ahead. We both have those, so we always text each other like. Look at this thing. Uh, 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 uh. Like lotus pods. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Or like there's like the back of these ferns that have these little like dotty pod things that like Mm -hmm. always freaked me out as a kid. And I was like, why does that freak me out? Why do I feel so gross when I look at that? I'm like, oh, it's that fear that a lot of people have. It's pretty common. Oh, and speaking of uh, irrational fears of plants, um, birds of paradise. Ever since Jumanji, I've been terrified. Like, (laughs) not terrified but I'm just like nervous when I walk past them like I feel like there's a poison dart that's gonna shoot out (laughs) get away (laughs) like I'm never fully secure around any of them I should say no I know what flower not to get you in the next bouquet so (laughs) (laughs) I got you this bouquet of birds of paradise didn't you have birds of paradise at your wedding rose no no. You just had that color scheme kind of? There was like some orangey stuff, but yeah, definitely okay. didn't have birds paradise. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I would have been more on edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a good discussion. I, I feel know. like therapeutic. Tell yeah. us your irrational fears. We want to know. Okay. Well, that was it. <laughs> I like how this chapter ends and maybe we can end it this way. I like how yeah. it ends with – with um, you know, she she harnesses her power. She has her lioness at her side. She sets her teeth. Her skin is glowing. She says, "Does no one have the courage? Will no one dare face me?" 
So you see, in my way, I was eager for what came. Right. Yeah. That's the end of the chapter. And you're so. like, oh, okay, I got to keep reading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I hope you guys want to keep listening too. So we we'll will see, see you. Yeah. See you for the next chapter. Bye. 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 POV.com.